0: Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high, or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now, when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New health care plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. 800-820-6058. 800-820-6058. 800
2: WTBN Pinellas Park. W262CP Bayonet Point. Brought to you by Moss Nissan. Locations in Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and Tampa.
3: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Airline delays are hinting that this could be a rough summer for travelers. Ed Donahue reports. The number of Americans getting on planes is at a pandemic-era high. Just under 2.2
4: million travelers were screened at airports Friday. Meantime, at Southwest Airlines, there have been thousands of delays and hundreds of canceled flights over the past three weeks because of computer problems, lack of staff, and bad weather. There have also been delays at American Airlines. Its schedule has been trimmed at least through the middle of the month because, according to its pilots' union, they don't have enough pilots. Travelers are posting photos of long airport lines and describing painful flights. For the weekend, Southwest offered double
3: pay for flight attendants who agreed to extra work. I'm Ed Donahue. Forecasters are keeping a close eye on Tropical Storm Elsa as it slams into Cuba. National Hurricane Center senior specialist John Cangelosi says forecasters think Elsa will still be a tropical storm when it reaches Florida. We do think that it'll actually make an official landfall somewhere in uh, either somewhere near the Tampa Bay area or a little further north near the Big Bend region of Florida. Meanwhile, searchers continue to sift through the rubble of that collapsed condo building in Surfside, Florida. 27 people have now been officially confirmed dead, another 118 people remain unaccounted for. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniella Levine-Cava says workers tried their best to find any missing pets before the building was taken down.
5: They used ladders on high-lift cranes, and they placed live animal traps on the balconies at great personal risk to our first responders.
3: Amazon founder Jeff Bezos has officially stepped down as CEO of the company he started out of his Seattle garage in 1995. Andy Jassy, the head of Amazon's cloud computing business, is replacing him. The country, uh, the company announced the change in February. This is S R N News. We all know there's a lot of pride that comes with having your own home. It's the biggest investment you'll ever make. It's the
0: place you'll make your own. Angie is on a mission to help you love your home by taking on all the projects that come along with it. Angie takes all the help you could possibly need for your home and puts it right in the palm of your hand. When you download the Angie app, you can find a professional to fix an emergency leak when you need it. Handling your home has never been this straightforward. But now we have Angie, your home for everything home. Download it today. Dan owed an unbelievable amount of money to the IRS. I got behind on my taxes. It's a horrible feeling. Dan turned to Optima Tax Relief, the leading tax resolution firm who put his problems to rest. They got the job done, and life is good. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Stop worrying. Make the call now. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
3: SpaceX is putting up a network of small satellites to provide cheap internet to distance places and it's helping Bible translation. A lot of the work is done in remote parts of the world. And it's very difficult for missionaries and translators to upload their work to our translation databases. Andrew Fleming of Wycliffe Bible Translators. Wycliffe, U.S. conducted our first successful beta test uh, using the Starlink satellite uh, on May 19th. And we did that here in the U.S. in uh, uh, Minnesota and it worked well. Translators may begin using the network before the end of the summer. More trouble for the Catholic Church, the Vatican has set a July 27th trial day for 10 people, including a once-powerful cardinal and papal contender, on charges related to a $415 million investment in a luxury London real estate venture. The indictment capped a two-year investigation that exposed how the Vatican had lost millions, much of it donations from the faithful. This is SRN News. Moscow's city officials say early trials of Russia's Sputnik V vaccine among children ages 12 to 17 have started in the Russian capital. We hear more from correspondent Charles de reporting from London. Moscow's deputy mayor says 100 young volunteers have been recruited who
6: haven't been previously infected with the coronavirus and don't have health issues that would prevent them from getting the shots the youths will receive a small dose of Sputnik V than what is usually administered for adults. The new trial comes as Russia faces a sharp surge in COVID-19 infections and is struggling to ramp up its low vaccine uptake. As of last week, only 23 million people, or just over 15% of the country's 146 million population,
3: have received at least one shot of the vaccine. I'm Charles de Ladesma. More details at srnnews.com. I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Odyssey.
5: Every day we come together. I'm really grateful for Salem Radio. I listen to it coming and going from work and got my kids on it now. To encourage.
2: He's given you something to make a difference in his church and in this world.
5: To talk faith.
2: I'm going to live in such a way that the Lord is with me.
5: Together every day.
7: We're here and we're not going to abandon you and we're not going to flip.
0: Amen. Faith Talk 570 and 910 and online at Let's Talk Faith.com.
2: The following program was pre recorded for broadcast at this time. And now, for your holiday enjoyment,
6: a special Independence Day program. I love America.
8: America. Hello, and welcome to this special Independence Day program. I'm Jerry Stewart. Today is the day set aside in our America to be so very thankful for what? For having our America to be proud to be Americans, to remember those gone before us who worked so hard, fought hard, even died for our cause of freedom. Here's how the 56 signers to our Declaration of Independence said it. Just above the signatures on the actual Declaration of Independence, it says, for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Simply said, they pledged to each other all things they had, all they were, and they were trusting that Almighty God was with them to help them see it through. Wow. Take a moment and let those words sink in. These 56 signers, just regular folks like you and me, they not only devoted themselves to a free and better America, they were even willing to die. And we need to be reminded of their great sacrifice. So what are we to do today? We are to celebrate, to have parades and fireworks and barbecues, to sing songs, tell their stories and remember, and most of all, to pray for God to lead us in our great part for now and the future of America. And just what exactly is our part for our America today? Well, I believe First of all, we are to love our America. Do you love America? I do. And if you do, then ask yourself this question. What am I doing to show my love for America? Well, what we love, what we cherish, we do these things. We keep it safe and watch over it. We keep an eye to make sure that someone or some group of someone's are not working to seriously harm or destroy this thing we love. We honor it. We respect it. We teach and train our children. And finally, most importantly, we pray. Our founding fathers prayed for God's help to make this America work. And we need to pray for God to lead us, to show us, to help us, to strengthen us as we keep America going. And today, we'll be having some great stories, true stories of our America and those gone before. There was one young boy. His name was Abe. He lived in a small town in America back in the 1800s. And one day, he did something so powerful, all on his own, something so truthful and honest, that the people in his town never forgot. They even gave him a nickname, Honest Abe. And that name stuck with him. To this very day. It's a great story of the power of honesty. And here's a good story I bet you haven't heard. We all know Paul Revere. We all remember the story of how he did his midnight ride to warn everyone that the British were coming. But in my story today, you're going to find that there was another rider and that this other rider, a young girl, rode more miles that night Then Paul Revere. I have so much to tell you, so many stories and facts to share with you. So grab up the family, get a good spot to listen as I share why I love America. It was all the way back in May of 1888 when a son was born to a poor Jewish family living in Russia. They named him Israel Isidore Bellini. His mother and father had heard about this wonderful nation, America. And when Isidore was five years old, they immigrated to America to find their own American dream. But sadly, three years after coming to America, Isidore's father died. And his family was left with the real possibility of starving to death. So Isidore had to work just to survive. At only eight years old, he took any job he could find. He started off selling newspapers and found himself doing street performances like singing and dancing. And finally, he landed a job in a restaurant as a singing waiter. One day, he was asked by his boss, the restaurant owner, to write a song for that cafe. It seemed that the rival cafe had written a song and had it published. His boss needed his own song for his restaurant. So Isidore, now a young man, wrote a song, and soon it was published. Now, for writing that song, Isidore was paid 37 cents. Yep, 37 cents. But something happened with that song that changed Isidore's life forever. On the published sheet, they misspelled his name. Worse than that, they got his name all wrong. And when Isidore got the copy of the published song, he was shocked. And from that moment on, in the musical publishing world, Isidore was forever known not as Israel Isidore Bellini, but as I Berlin, his misspelled name, on that first published sheet music. And this became his public name. Yes, this poor Jewish immigrant, who almost starved to death on the streets of New York City, became the famous composer, Irving Berlin. And he began to work, composing songs for the musical stage in Broadway, and he was very successful. His dream had come true. He was not just living in America, he was writing songs about America. Wow. Well, in 1917, after a number of successful musicals, now at the age of 29, he staged a musical review for an army base in New York. It was a wonderful patriotic review and a tribute to our men fighting in World War I. But here's where a very strange twist came to Irving Berlin's story. He had written one song for that musical review, a highly patriotic song, and he decided at the last moment not to use it. So the sheet music for this song was put away and stored with his other unpublished songs, where it stayed for over 20 years. Little did he know that it would someday be his most popular song ever. Well, 20 years passed. It was 1938. By now, Irving Berlin was one of the most successful and respected songwriters in all of America. But he never forgot where he had come from and just how very blessed he was to live in such a wonderful country, America. One day, Berlin was approached by a man by the name of Ted Collins. He was the manager of one of the great, oh-so-popular singers of that time, Miss Kate Smith. And what Ted Collins wanted Berlin to do was to write a new patriotic song for Kate Smith to sing on her weekly radio program. Believe it or not, Irving Berlin, this man who had written over 3,000 songs, tried and tried and tried to write a special song for Miss Smith, but he got nowhere. He was about to quit, but then he remembered that patriotic song he had written 20 years before and had rejected it. He went to his old trunk of rejected songs, and there it was. And just what was the song? Of course, God bless America. And when Kate Smith sang that song on her radio program for the first time, the phone lines were jammed with calls from listeners saying that they had to have a copy of that song. Well, the song was published, and it sold millions upon millions of copies. And for almost three years, each time Kate Smith performed anywhere, she was asked to sing that song. And each time, she was given a a standing ovation by audiences moved to tears by her presentation and the song's simple but powerful words. Wow, what a great story. But there's more to the story. When asked about this song, what did Isidore say? This is the best part of the story. He said that God Bless America was not just a statement, a set of words. It was a prayer. In this song, Irving Berlin was asking God to bless America, land that he loved, to stand beside her and guide her through the night with a light from above. And since that song was written, America has seen many dark days, and each time a dark day has come, Americans all across this great land have turned to this song as an inspiration, as a comfort, as a prayer. So do this for yourself. For your family, sometime today, this 4th of July Freedom Day, take some time with your children, your family, not just to listen to this song, God Bless America, but to sing it out loud, all of you together, and then talk about the words. And when you get to that part, God Bless America, my home sweet home, make sure that the children know that America is not just some place that you live, not just some place to stay. It is our home. It is our country, we the people, and we should love it. We're taking a break now, but when I return, I'll tell you the story of the mystery man of Independence Hall. I'm Jerry Stewart. I'll be back after these messages.
5: Hello, this is kelly stewart would you like your own copy of today's program you can get the special program i love america on cd along with an autograph manuscript to read for yourself read to your children and grandchildren with your order you will also receive a second full-length cd entitled teach the children well with good character history stories to teach the children to place your order call 817-995-4607 and the cost. Get this 2 CD packet and today's program manuscript for just $19.95 plus $6 shipping and handling, a total cost of just 25.95. You can also place your order online by going to our website at www.jerrystewartusa.com. That number again, 817-995 4607 or online at www.JerryStewartUSA.com. Please call now.
8: Kelly, you've been taking some of the calls for the program orders today. What are the listeners saying when they call?
5: They mention what a great storyteller that you are, and they love hearing the stories of our America that they have never heard before. They tell me that they love learning more about the people in our American history and that they want their children and grandchildren to hear these true stories of our great America. They want them to know the truth, the good and bad of our history, so that they can help us become a better nation. They also are telling me that they use these programs, these stories to listen to as they're driving down the road or taking a break at home. They're positive, they're patriotic, and most of all, they encourage us to pray. To place your order, call 817-995-4607 or go online and order at www.jerrystewartusa.com. Now back to the program.
4: Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? for less than 200 per month call big lou at term provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects call 800-555-2085 right now 800-555-2085 remember big lou's like you he follows the science too Call 800-555-2085 or visit dot Big, Big Lou doesn't give tax advice.
7: I want to tell you about my good friends at ACS Home Services. All you have to do is make one phone call at 813-544-2467. And you know what? One call does it all with ACS. Whether it's your air conditioning unit, your heating, your electrical, maybe you've got problems with windows and doors, they do a lot more than just come out and service your central heat and air. They are your go to specialists that I went to and I'm going to tell you you need to go to. And by the way, if it's something that happens after hours, Emergency services are available 24-7, and there's not an after-hour charge. Your air conditioning is about to get cranked up for the summer. Get that maintenance check today. Call right now, 813 544 813-544-2467. 813-544-2467. Or go to their website right now at acshomeservices.com. That's acshomeservices.com. And again, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you.
2: The following program was pre recorded for broadcast at this time.
8: Hello, and welcome back to this special Independence Day program. I'm Jerry Stewart. Of all the studies I've done, the history stories I've read about America, I've had so many things that I've learned that, well, I never knew. Well, a few years ago, someone approached me and asked me the question, where did we get our name, America? And you know, with all the times that I had talked with people and had speeches and meetings and times together, no one had asked me that question. Maybe it's because we all uh, maybe assumed that it was a name that was given to us by Christopher Columbus. Yeah, right? No. You say, Well, maybe it was the Indians who had the name before we even came. Well, wrong again. Now get this. Actually, America was named for an Italian navigator by the name of Amerigo Vespucci. He was an explorer who made several voyages in the early 1500s. And in 1503, he wrote a book about this new land that Europeans could not even imagine because his writings became so popular, interestingly enough, one map maker used his name when drawing out a map of this new world. Well, other map makers followed his lead, and soon the area became known as America. (laughs) Very strange. But here's where the story becomes even stranger. As explorations flourished... Explorers and geographers actually realized that Amerigo Vespucci had made only minor additions to the discoveries of Christopher Columbus, and to name the new lands after Vespucci seemed to be a mistake. But it was too late because it would be too difficult and too costly to go back and change all the maps. So, in reality, our nation and most of the land surface of the Western Hemisphere was named after only... A Mediocre Adventurer, Amerigo Vespucci. Wow, very interesting. And if I may insert here, how many times when we ask our children what their favorite subject is in school, usually the last subject they will mention as one they enjoy is history. When you ask them why, they say, oh, too many names, too many dates, and there's just not very much to be enthusiastic about. Wow. I used to believe that myself until I started doing these programs, and I can tell you now that with each turn of a page of a history book, I find more and more amazing facts. Now, I will also mention here that it is true that so many of the history books that we read in school are mostly dates and names and things that don't really give us the backstory. So if you're interested and really getting some of the behind-the-story story, story, let me know by going over to my website at www.jerrystewartusa.com. Send me a note, and I will give you some suggestions for interesting history stories to read. Kelly and I have even started a lesson series called Teach the Children Well. And each lesson, each story, doesn't seem like a lesson at all. It seems more like an adventure in history to teach us the very most important things of life. Here's one for you. Shortly after America declared its independence, the First Continental Congress commissioned Benjamin Franklin to design just what our nation's national seal would look like. It took him four years But the paper money we have today still carries a lot of his original design. So take a moment, grab a dollar bill, and let's take a look. Now we call it paper money, but did you know our so-called paper money is not really paper at all? It's a fabric made up of cotton and linen, and that's why we can wash it and it doesn't fall apart. When we get a new bill, it's always so crisp like it's just been starched. That's because it is starched. They starch it not only to give it that new, crisp look, but more importantly, to help make it waterproof. On the front of the dollar bill, you see the U.S. Treasury seal. On the top, you see scales for the balance, a balanced budget. And when you turn the dollar bill over, you see two circles. Both of these together make up the great seal of the United States. In the left circle, you see a pyramid. Now, look at its sides. The front face of the pyramid is lighted up, but the western face is dark, signifying that our country was just beginning, and the western part of our nation had not yet been explored. Very interesting. The top of the pyramid is uncapped, once again signifying incompleteness, that our work as a nation had just begun. Now, notice inside the pyramid capstone, you have an eye. They call it the all-seeing eye, an ancient symbol for divinity. It was Benjamin Franklin's belief that one man could not build a nation alone, but a group of men with God's help could accomplish anything. How true. Do you see the bald eagle? He's holding an olive branch in one talon and arrows in the other. In the eagle's beak, you read the Latin words, E Pluribus Unum. Meaning from many people one nation, you see people had come together from all around the world to start this new nation. But just what about the olive branch and the arrows the eagle is holding? What does all that mean? The olive branch is a symbol of peace that's what our country really wants peace That's why his face is turned toward the olive branches, but in the other talon, his arrows, thirteen total, signifying war meaning. We as a nation want peace, but we're willing to fight to protect our peace. Now, maybe all this symbolism doesn't mean much to us today. But to our founding fathers, these symbols reflected the ideals and principles and beliefs this nation would be built upon. And the 56 signers of our Declaration of Independence said it this way. This wasn't just shallow talk. Because as soon as they inked the Declaration of Independence, before the ink could even dry, each of these men had been branded by the king as traitors and were sentenced to die. But there are writings that tell us that that day when they decided to agree and passed the Declaration of Independence, that there was another man there, what has come to be known as a mystery man. President Ronald Reagan spoke about this unknown stranger in a speech given on July the 3rd 1981 and this is what he said as the debate raged on for hours the issue of independence remained in doubt to sign a declaration of independence seemed such an irretrievable act then it is said one unknown man rose to speak he was neither young nor strong of voice yet he spoke with such conviction that he mesmerized the hall he cited the grievances that had been brought upon them at this moment His voice failing, he said, They may turn every tree into gallows, every hole into a grave, yet the words of this parchment must never die. To the mechanic in the workshop, they will speak hope. To the slaves in the mine, freedom. Sign that parchment, sign, even if in the next moment a noose is placed around your neck. For this Declaration of Independence will be the textbook of freedom, the Bible of the Rights of Man. Forever. It is said that after that powerful speech, the delegates were so inspired that they no longer delayed and each stepped forward to sign. And later, when they wanted to congratulate the stranger for his powerful speech, he was mysteriously gone. And no one ever found out who this man was. Was he an angel sent from God? We'll never know. But we do know this for our nation to survive today, each of us must step forward, stand up for what we know to be right, and pledge our own lives and sacred honor. I'll be back with more after these messages.
3: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Tropical storm Elsa swept along Cuba's southern coast early Monday. By Sunday, Cuban officials had evacuated 180,000 people as a precaution against the possibility of heavy flooding from a storm that already battered several Caribbean islands, killing at least three people. Most of those evacuated stayed at relatives' homes. Others went to government shelters, and hundreds living in mountainous areas took refuge in caves prepared for emergencies. Elsa was forecast to cross over Cuba by Monday night and then head for Florida, where Governor Ron DeSantis says they are prepared. No stocks today because of the July 4th holidays. Markets will resume their workings tomorrow. More details at SRNNews.com. We all-
5: Every day we come together. I'm really grateful for Salem Radio. I listen to it coming and going from work and got my kids on it now. To encourage. He's given you
2: something to make a difference in his church and in this world.
5: To talk faith.
2: I'm going to live in such a way that the Lord is with me.
5: Together every day.
2: We're here
7: and we're not going to abandon you and we're not going to flip. Amen.
0: Faith Talk 570 and 910 and online at Let's Talk Faith.com.
2: The following program was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
6: And now we return to I Love America.
8: Hello and welcome back to this special 4th of July birthday celebration. I'm Jerry Stewart. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love America. I am proud to be an American. I fly my flag every chance I get. I sing the songs of America as loud as I can. I believe in our nation. Now, having said that, I solemnly say this. I believe that there has never been a time in our history when we have been closer to losing our nation. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the land will always be here. The buildings, the houses, the roads, the schools. But the heart of our America, what our founding fathers fought and suffered and died for, We are so close to losing it all. And interestingly enough, this idea of saving, of preserving our America, is one thing that our founding fathers spent so much time and effort to warn us about. Listen to this story. Back before we declared our independence, before we were even a free nation, there were a group of men who came to be known as the Sons of Liberty. On August the 14th, 1765, these group of men met together. They gathered in Boston under a large elm tree at the corner of Essex Street and Orange Street to protest the newly enacted Stamp Act. Now, the tree had become this rallying point, a meeting place for the growing resistance to the rule of Britain over the American colonies. And from that day forward, that tree became known as the Liberty Tree. It was decorated with banners and lanterns. Assemblies were regularly held under it to express views and to vent emotions. A flagstaff was raised within the tree's branches. And when a yellow marker was placed there, it was a sign that the Sons of Liberty were to meet. When the news of the Liberty Tree spread throughout the colonies, local patriots in each of the 13 colonies formed their own Sons of Liberty group. Well... In those times, holding an unauthorized assembly was dangerous. It carried with it threats of imprisonment or death, but it did not stop those wanting liberty from meeting under that tree. Finally, in 1775, a group of British loyalists cut down that tree, and the patriots were given an ultimatum, stop their rebellion or else. But the people would not stop. And their liberty? They fought. They paid the price. They won. There was liberty. I recently read some pieces written by Thomas Jefferson all the way back then. And what he said about liberty, the defense of liberty, is prophetic. In Defense of Liberty, Thomas Jefferson wrote, I predict future happiness for Americans if they can prevent the government From wasting the labors of the people under the pretense of taking care of them. Wow. In defense of liberty, Thomas Jefferson said this. This democracy will cease to exist when you take away from those who are willing to work and give to those who are not. In defense of liberty, Thomas Jefferson said My reading of history convinces me that most bad government results from too much government. Thomas Jefferson said, In defense of liberty, the strongest reason for the people to retain the right to keep and bear arms is as a last resort, get this, to protect themselves against tyranny in their own government. Wow. Those are powerful and sobering words, and I believe every word spoken by Jefferson to be just as true today as it was when Jefferson first wrote them. But there's something else that Thomas Jefferson said worth hearing. He said, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just, and get this that God's justice cannot sleep forever. Folks, I believe with all my heart that one reason, the main reason, we are struggling in America so today is that we have forgotten God's part, His great part in our nation. Not just in the growing of America, but in sustaining America. And the further we get away from His ideals, the moral values, the godly convictions our great nation America was built upon, the more of our greatness we are losing. It was Patriot Benjamin Franklin who said it best in a speech to the Constitutional Congress all the way back in 1787. He said, If a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without God noticing, then surely it is probable that a nation cannot rise without his aid. Today, this day, Let us all understand that there is a price to pay for freedom. Let each of us search to find our own liberty tree. I'm Jerry Stewart. I'll be back with more after these messages.
5: Hello, this is Kelly Stewart. Would you like your own copy of today's program? You can get the special program, I Love America, on CD, along with an autographed manuscript to read for yourself, read to your children and grandchildren. With your order, you will also receive a second full-length CD entitled Teach the Children Well, with good character history stories to teach the children. To place your order, call 817-995-4607. And the cost? Get this two-CD packet and today's program manuscript for just $19.95 plus $6 shipping and handling, a total cost of just twenty five ninety five. You can also place your order online by going to our website at www.jerrystewartusa.com. That number again, 817-995-4607 or online at www.jerrystewartusa.com. Please call now.
8: Kelly, you've been taking some of the calls for the program orders today. What are the listeners saying when they call?
5: They mention what a great storyteller that you are, and they love hearing the stories of our America that they have never heard before. They tell me that they love learning more about the people in our American history, and that they want their children and grandchildren to hear these true stories of our great America. They want them to know the truth, the good and bad of our history so that they can help us become a better nation. They also are telling me that they use these programs, these stories to listen to as they're driving down the road or taking a break at home. They're positive, they're patriotic, and most of all, they encourage us to pray. To place your order, call 817-995-4607 or go online and order at com. Now, back to the program.
2: Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Meet Tim. Hey,
5: what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision.
0: To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no obligation digital audit, visit us
4: at surroundtampa.com.
0: Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
7: How many mortgage professionals do you know that work night and day, seven days a week? This is Bill Bunkley. If you're looking to finance a new home loan or investment property, then you need to contact my buddy, Anthony Recupero, at Lend US in Tampa. Anthony is by far the hardest working professional I have ever seen. Realtors love him because he gets their buyers approved and closed in record time. Give him a call at 813-326-3331. Anthony Recupero,
2: NMLS, number 1612-633, Lend US LLC. NMLS number 1938, equal housing opportunity. The following program was pre recorded for broadcast at this time.
8: Hello, and welcome back to the special Independence Day program. I'm Jerry Stewart. Not long ago, I was speaking to one of my listeners, and as we talked, the more we talked, I found myself telling some great stories. Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, so many of the greats in our American history. But in the midst of all the great stories being told today about great people, I felt compelled to get a little, well, off the track. And do what? (laughs) Tell great stories about people who did amazing things in our America and maybe got little attention at all. It does happen, you know? And why is that important? To remind us all of the famous saying, success is not doing what others notice and consider to be great, Success is doing what we know to be right. And it is oh so important for us to remember that America is we the people, all of us together, just like the song, red and yellow, black and white. We are precious, all of us, in God's sight. So I thought I would uh, bring out a few unknowns for a few good stories. Listen to these. There was a man who was a famous lecturer— His name was Charles Plum. He had been in the U.S. Navy and he was a jet pilot in Vietnam. And after 75 combat missions, his plane was destroyed by a surface-to-air missile. Plum ejected and parachuted into enemy hands. He was captured and spent six years in a communist Vietnamese prison. He survived the ordeal and became a noted national hero. Well, one day, Plum and his wife were sitting in a restaurant. A man at another table came up and said, Hey, you're Charles Plum, right? You flew in jet planes in Vietnam from the aircraft carrier Kitty Hawk. You were shot down. Plum wondered how he happened to know who he was. He said, How do I know you? And the man replied, I packed your parachute. Every day, I packed your parachute. Plum gasped in surprise and gratitude, and a man pumped his hand and said, I guess it worked. So often there are the people who seem to be doing the little things, but try jumping out of a plane without a parachute. And how about this one? We all know the name Paul Revere. He was a great patriot and certainly played a big part in America winning its freedom but what we remember most about paul revere was his famous midnight ride to warn the colonists that the british were coming and on the night of april the 27th 1777 a message was sent that the british army had made a surprise attack into connecticut they had burned the city of danbury and now they were on their way and someone needed to warn the people that the british were coming well Paul Revere and other volunteers mounted their fastest horses, calling the local militia to prepare the battle. The British must be stopped. Now, we all know this, but what you may not know is that only after about 10 miles of riding in the town of Lexington, Paul Revere was captured by British forces. So, if he was captured, who warned the people that the British were coming? Well, there was another... Rider, A 16-year-old who rode through the countryside all night long, pausing only long enough at each farm to warn of the coming British attack. And all night long, over 40 miles, and the warnings worked. The colonists mustered together enough of their militia to not only stop the British attack, they actually drove them back to their ships in defeat. And just who was this unknown writer? Who was this teenager who covered more ground that night than Paul Revere? Her name was Sybil Ludington. A young girl did her American duty. I like these stories, don't you? Here's another one. Back in the early 1800s, long before any of us were born, there was a young man named Abraham who landed his first real steady job. He was a clerk in a general store. Now, being a clerk in a store back in those days was much different than it is today. First, there were no computers to help keep the record straight. Second, there were no calculators to make sure the accuracy of any sales transactions. And third, and most of all, there were no security cameras or ways to make sure that a clerk was doing the right thing in his job. So a person did not get a job unless they could be trusted. Well, this young man Abe was quite excited about this new job and his prospects for the future. But one day something happened. A woman came into the store, bought some goods, laid down her money, and left. He was pleased with the sale, but later, when the store had closed, the young man counted the sales for the day. And he discovered that the woman had paid too much for her purchase. That really bothered him, but it could be easily fixed. The next day he could send word out to her by her neighbors of the overpayment. He could even wait until she came back into the store at some future time and then, well, give her the money back. But he still was bothered. He had her money, and he didn't like that. So that night, after the store closed, Abraham walked to her house and gave the woman her change. After that, When word got around of just what this young man had done, he was given the name Honest Abe. Now, you might be saying just exactly what was the big deal. He took a few minutes before he went home that night, drove his car by her house and gave her the corrected change. Why was that such a big deal? Well, good question. But let's take a closer look at the facts of the case. First, Remember, there were no computers or electric store records to catch errors, so it would be very easy for someone to get away with giving wrong change and keeping it. After all, how could anyone prove it? Second, one part not mentioned yet was the size of the wrong change error. It was only a little over six cents. You say, six cents? Six pennies? That's nothing. I see pennies on the ground all the time, and I don't even bother to pick them up. Now remember that this was long ago, and a penny was worth much more than it is now today. But it was still a very small amount. But doesn't that make Abe's effort even more honorable? It wasn't the size of the money amount. It was the principle of the fact. He wanted to get her money Back to her, no matter how small that amount might be. A small amount could be easily forgotten, but it mattered to Abe. And one other part. The distance to the woman's house was, get this, four miles. And of course, Abraham had no car, not even a bicycle. They weren't even invented yet. Four miles. When's the last time you walked four miles? At night, on a dark road with no street lamps. Getting the picture now? Of course you are. And this young man, this young Abraham, he went on to be the 16th president of our United States. His name was Abraham Lincoln. And just how long did his nickname Honest Abe stick with him? It never left. And we still call him that today. Oh, the power of an honest word. I'm taking a break now, but before I do, let me give you this website address. It's www.jerrystewartusa.com. Why do I give it to you? Because there are so many more stories to hear. And I invite you to come and listen to the great stories of those who love America, I'm Jerry Stewart. I'll be back with more after these messages.
2: Faith Talk 570 WTBN. We don't stress over
4: grabbing our phone and calling a friend. Why do we stress over talking to God in prayer? This week on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us embrace the
2: powerful privilege of prayer. It's part of his practical series called Essentials. Tune in for good instruction this week on A New Beginning. Listen to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk Radio, online at letstalkfaith.com.
1: This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Juneteenth, short for June 19th, is the new federal holiday marking the emancipation of slaves in America. It is also known as Jubilee Day, based on the biblical year of Jubilee, which also liberated slaves. There's a debate raging right now as to whether Juneteenth is intended to or should replace July 4th. I think this argument really misses the point. The emancipation is not in competition with the Declaration. It is the logical extension of it. June 19th occurs before July 4th in our calendars, but the ideas we celebrate on Independence Day come before the idea we celebrate on Jubilee Day. Juneteenth isn't a replacement. It's a sequel, a culmination. In fact, the Liberty Bells quote... Proclaim liberty throughout the land comes from Leviticus 25, the Jubilee year passage in the Bible. The bell that was rung then is what led to liberty for all later. Maybe we should go back to calling it Jubilee Day, or at the very least, Liberty Day.
4: Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. God has a plan for your life, and He's created you and me in such a fashion that we could personally have a relationship with a God in all of His power and awesomeness who created everything that is in existence. So think about this. Many of you are going to live out your life and never discover His plan because you never thought about it. Some of you are going to live it out because you don't want anybody else dictating you how you should live and how your life should be carried out. But what I want you to see is this, God has a plan for your life It's the best plan possible because this awesome God who's created this plan is a God of awesome goodness beyond our
8: comprehension.
4: For help and hope from God's Word, visit InTouch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap. No, I'm not. You are cheap.
6: Well, maybe I am. If you're buying a diamond ring for your wife, it's not cool to be cheap. If you're buying airline tickets, oh, it's very cool to be cheap and call TripAmigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels, plus rental cars and vacation packages, visit family, friends, or go on a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Go ahead, be cheap. We have special fares we're not allowed to publish. When you book your airline reservations with TripAmigo, you'll spend your travel money when you get there, not by getting there. Call TripAmigo now and mention the travel code AMIGO and save even more. Call TripAmigo now. 800 772 4165. 800 772 4165. That's 800 772 4165.
1: Hi, my name is Fernando Cespedes with Family Focus Insurance Solutions.
8: Hello and welcome back to this special Fourth of July birthday celebration. I'm Jerry Stewart. Today we've heard some amazing and powerful stories about our nation, America, and those before us who gave everything for the cause of freedom. And the battle for freedom rages on. And as we stand up in our battle for freedom, let us not forget those all around the world who are serving to protect us, to protect our America all of our military and let us not forget our law enforcement who are doing their best putting their lives on the line to keep our cities our streets safe but where do we go from here can we continue to piggyback on the sacrifices the efforts of those gone before us or is there something that we each of us must do In 1917, Martin Treptow lived in Cherokee, Iowa. He was a barber, a common man. In that year, 1917, our United States was drawn into a horrible war, World War I, and Martin Treptow enlisted. He was a young man with his whole life in front of him, but he signed up to fight. In December of that year, 1917, Private Treptow and his regiment landed in France and his job was to carry important messages between battalions on the front line. It was a very dangerous job, but Martin took it on. The men in Martin's regiment noticed something about Martin, that he carried a small notebook in his inside pocket. He never talked about his writings, but he was always noting in his diary. Martin Treptow was a good soldier. He did his job well. And on July the nineteen 1918, While carrying a crucial message between battalions under heavy artillery fire, Martin Treptow, a common man, an Iowa barber, Private Martin Treptow, was killed in battle. And when Martin's dead body was found on the battlefield, as they searched through his pockets to find that message he was delivering, instead, they found his diary. In that diary, there was a message a message to be delivered to all of us today. At the top of the front page of his diary, it was titled, My Pledge. And under it, these simple, common, powerful words. He said, America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will sacrifice, I will endure, I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost. As if the issue Of the whole struggle depended on me alone. Do you have any sense or feeling that America needs you to work, to sacrifice, to endure, to do as if the whole battle for freedom in our nation depends on you? Dear Lord, help us today to do what we must do to save our great nation, America, one nation under God. Well, that's all the show for today. Have a great and glorious birthday, and don't forget to pray for our America. I'm Jerry Stewart.